TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Our own Nikki Stone is going to be in the uh, downtown Pittston St. Patrick's Parade this Saturday. Parade steps off at 11.30 a.m. We have more information if you wanted about that coming up on our website, wilknewsradio.com. But the weather looks nice. Yeah. 50 degrees for Saturday. She's excited. I saw her. And I was like, hey, Nikki, how's your show going? She goes, I don't want to talk about that. Just the parade. She's (laughs) very excited. Just want to talk about the parade. As a family. No, no, no. Parade only. Which means that then the following weeks we have following with sure, yeah, parades yeah. too in Scranton and in Wilkes-Barre so we're getting there getting closer and closer to that holiday as we see ourselves yeah. just leaving February now and on a mild note it looks like okay let's talk a little bit about the election um, obviously this is a huge year with the presidential race we've got Senate race we've got a whole bunch of other um, races as well down the ballot and uh, there's a story in Spotlight PA and it talks about inexperience um, that is, uh, there is experience lacking across the Commonwealth in election positions, whether it's election director, right? Those who are handling our elections. And we've obviously had issues and we've talked about it um, in Luzerne County. The fact that it's been kind of a revolving door in that elections department. And we just found out recently that the current election director is leaving as well. Um, so you have that concern. 
Meanwhile, they're still talking about November 2022's general election. And that's in Luzerne County as well. There's a headline in today's Times Leader. Or it may have been. It was not yesterday's. Luzerne County manager search for Dropbox records must wait until primary is over. So um, it looks like the county manager has uh, basically uh, stepped in to say no one is going to be going to any warehouses looking at anything until we get past this April 23rd primary election. So there's a sample review of election drop box surveillance footage conducted by two prior county election board members. Right. Um, They say that they want to look at there's a spreadsheet, I guess, that has the number of ballots that are received at a drop box. And they want to see if that squares with the people who were there. And the concern would then be you're not supposed to drop off. A ballot for somebody else. Um, So uh, I guess the Election Bureau had some kind of an email. It's according to the Citizen's Voice. There was some kind of an email chain where uh, two members of the election board were planning to go to a warehouse to kind of look through some of the information there to try to figure this out. Um, But then uh, Krakomo said that board members will not be going to any warehouse to review any documents at any time. When called by the newspaper, uh, she elaborated, saying the county's home rule charter gives the county manager authority over county properties. Here's her quote. No board will have access to the buildings and their contents until I give approval. Right now, the administration is focusing on the upcoming primary. The election board should do the same. The administration will deal with the challenges faced in the 2022 election after the primary. So she does say she wants to find out the information. Um, She said, I want to find out, especially because I wasn't working there. So I'm sure she probably is kind of clueless as to what had happened. But she said the focus right now has to be on preparing for the primary. It's less than two months away, which, I mean, I would agree with her. Like, this is the most important thing we have. We even had a problem just the last election. Well, sure. But unless there's something that can be learned from the last one that they need to learn right now to ensure it doesn't happen again. Right. Um, I understand that. But still, why now? We're talking how how long? How months? I mean, I don't even know why it wasn't done back in 2022. So it's all kind of weird anyway. But again, when you do have issues and you've had issues, even in the most recent election, there were issues where one race went into another county and they didn't put that race on the county's. Um, ballots in that that yeah. location. Um, we still have issues that need to be addressed. So, yeah, it would think you would think right now the most pressing need is to make sure that we can get this primary done and done well, and then we can you know kind of look into what had happened before. But yeah, um, no, I would say like the, here's your uh, your your mission statement: no distractions. Let's get it done because <laughs> yeah. if you're missing a comma, right, or a name, right. <laughs> you know. It, People are going to scrutinize, and mm-hmm. we wonder. I mean, you started off by saying there's a shortage of experienced people. Well, yeah, because the experienced people have been kind of, I wouldn't say scared off or run out. They don't want to deal with it. It's, right. it's chaos. <clears throat> well, it's been it's been crazier than ever, right, because right. of the question of things. And somebody in particular who put a, a question into what anybody would do, and all of a sudden there were supposedly all these nefarious actors. So who would want to put up with that nonsense? It's not Look, surprising. The, it could, it's very predictable that this is uh, where, the position we're in. The election board. Board members, a couple of them were, you know, saying, hey, we're here to 
oversee the election. It's within our scope. And the county manager is saying, well, if you look at the county charter, I oversee it all. Um, Look, I don't think anybody should be going anywhere looking through people's votes unless you have a proper protocol in place. So there is security and there is oversight and it is absolutely transparent. And again, right now is now the time. Obviously, you have election coming up in November and that's uh, the big one, right? The general. So can you get through the primary to get to the general? That's what they kind that's what Ramilda Krakamo is saying. Let's uh, let's focus on. It's what amazing we have she to can do keep now. an eye on blocking them from getting in there with their head spinning. Because I'm assuming that's what it is. They just will wait for her head to be turned the wrong way. Those, I don't get it. Just it's it's chaos and t- chaotic actors on top of chaotic actors under the guise of getting the right information. And maybe that's truly what they want. But it, it's such a mess uh, on the way there. Mm-hmm. It leaves just a you know disaster. I yeah. think. Yeah, and uh, again, but again the, I think you want the truth and the fact that you have people now that are running election departments that don't have the experience. I'm not saying anyone's going to do anything purposeful to harm anything. The problem is, as most people know, uh, first time on the job, unless you have a lot of experience doing this, it's going to, the ramp up is crazy. So really, you do need every single person, all hands on deck, to make sure this thing runs correctly. Uh, there's a story in uh, in a Pennsylvania paper, this one's out west, but it really has to do with the whole state. And not just the state, but the country, but what the feds are trying to do. Uh, federal transportation officials are on their second anniversary of trying to reduce deaths and serious injuries and crashes on U.S. highway highways. And they're talking about um, longstanding safety problem, which is a lack of places for truckers to park their rigs, you know, for tired truckers right. after a long day on the road. Uh, so uh, one of the, uh, the director of the Truck Safety Coalition in D.C. said truck parking has a lot of people's attention. It's not a lack of awareness or understanding. It's the funding. It's the details, the execution. Um, a recent report by transportation officials here in Pennsylvania said state officials must make decisive progress in finding enough parking for truckers. Uh, and and let's just say that outside of them just being tired, when the traffic, when the weather is bad, and then they're not allowed on the vehicles. So how many times do we see where they park on the side of like three fifteen here, right? Yeah, to sheets or other places, and then it becomes a big problem for traffic because they don't have enough places to go. So federal officials have also announced more than three hundred million dollars in funding for new truck parking facilities. Okay, this is um, I guess forty million an area at Lehigh Valley Inter. National Airport. That's where trucks now park in unauthorized locations. Remember, Walmart had to kick truckers out because they were parking in some of their parking lots. Um, So they, uh, Bob Casey, I guess, uh, is supporting legislation to provide federal grants to build truck parking facilities or expand existing ones, uh, continuing to draw support. So um, it's a parking shortage. It's not just here, but obviously Pennsylvania is a critical cog in the nation's infrastructure for like trucking and yep. goods and so it's a really bad problem in pennsylvania it'd be nice to get that fixed you could see how comfortable truckers are there's a place if you go down to where like knobles if you're driving to penn state it's one of those places where you walk in they're like you know number 45 your shower is ready right a nice place for people for truckers to eat stop park sleep shower right Everything and else. If you, yeah. it's, it's so important to uh, keeping them, I think, kind of sane. But the thing is, you might go, oh, I'm not a trucker. What do I care? 
Fatalities and crashes involving large trucks have risen 48% from 2013 to 2022. Um, They talk about the fact that you've got people that are tired on the road. And if they don't have a place, maybe for X amount of miles, if it's a while to go before they have a place to pull off and take a nap or take a rest or whatever, um, grab a coffee. So they're talking about this will this is impacting people because that causes more accidents. So you should care. We yeah. all should care. There were 145 fatal crashes in Pennsylvania in 2022, which involved heavy trucks. That was the most in five years. Yep. And they say a shortage of truck parking is a problem for decades. Uh, it's been going on. And, uh, you know, more truck drivers name the lack of parking as the biggest problem that they faced in last year's American Transportation Research Institute survey. So this isn't just like, oh, we want to stop crashes. Let's look for our problem. They're saying it's the biggest problem they face. We have lots of truckers who do, do listen to talk radio. Yeah, so if any of them want to check in here, but um, they talk about how it really needs to be done and it would benefit everybody. Yeah, if during COVID we didn't uh, fully go all in on our appreciation for truckers, we probably never will. And it's unfortunate because they really uh, are so important and maybe not necessarily treated with the respect they always deserve. It's a lot of We've work. Kind of, we tend to focus on one bad driver versus with the, the good work they're doing. So. so Scranton is going to continue doing something that nobody likes, right? Um, they will continue levying the tripled local services tax this year. Ugh. Yeah, you go, how can that happen? Yeah, some Uh, places can, and that has to do with a certain status, and it has to do with pensions. Let's just say this. Um, The the triple local services tax, for anybody who works in the city, it's $156 this year. Um, It would be paid for by most of the people who work in the city. Looking at a Scranton Times Tribune story over the weekend about this. Um, It typically costs a worker $3 a week. And generates about five million dollars in revenue for the city in the year. Now, if you if you earn less than fifteen thousand six hundred dollars, you're exempt. Imagine if you make sixteen thousand. Like <laughs> here you go. Ugh. Anyway, um, they did introduce the legislation to maintain that local services tax again. That's three times a base rate, which is usually fifty two dollars. So instead of a dollar a week going there, now you're you know you're spending the three. Scranton, the only one in the area. Area, one of three in the state, which is allowed to do that. Um, it's a 2014 revision to the state's uh, distressed mis- municipalities law. So, uh, good example of a uh, <laughs> little bit here, a little bit there is going to make you want to pull out your hair. That rhymed, and it wasn't really my intention, but like, it doesn't seem like a lot when you, especially when you say like it was a dollar, now it's three. That doesn't seem that big of a well, deal. $3, that's, a, you know, people's coffee. It's, correct. It's it doesn't still. seem like a lot, but when you add it up over the course of the year, it's like, come on. Look, it gets absurd. I get we have to pay for local services. Most yeah. people do wherever they, but the fact that you can go triple, like, why can't you go 10 times? You know, who knows? Well, let's stop it. You're right. Anyway, um, it has, they have to use all of the money generated above the $52 rate up. to defray the annual required contributions to its three pension plans. 
So um, of the $156, if you work in Scranton that you pay, Scranton gets $151, and the Scranton School District gets $5. That seems evenly balanced. <laughs> right. Sounds like a, a teeter-totter accident uh, waiting to happen. That's yeah. not cool it, at all. It wasn't popular when that happened. Look, they've sure. got problems, obviously. I like how yeah. the decisions of the past are still being They come back tonight. to haunt you. Distressed. It's been distressed forever. Stressed, disgusted. We can just keep adding D words in there, right, and I'm going to stop there so I don't get fired. But it's uh, frustrating when these things continue to, to add up. It's right. just. Um, also, this is a concerning story out of Florida, and I think this is concerning because I think we will see more and more of this as time goes on. Um, we've got measles cases spreading in the state of Florida, and their own Surgeon General is defying the CDC recommendations. It's nutty in Florida. Um, two Florida kids have contracted measles after the state's hop, top uh, health official defied federal guidance to contain an outbreak at an elementary school. Six kids at the Manatee Bay Elementary School near Fort Lauderdale caught the disease a week ago. New state health data shows two more cases in Broward County of a child younger than five, another between the ages of five and nine. So right now they're at a total of eight, just days after the Florida Surgeon General contradicted federal and medical professional guidance to contain the spread of the highly contagious and preventable disease that is resurging globally and in the U.S., Florida, one of 11 states that has seen a rise in cases this year. So um, it's really a shame that we can't even follow science. And again, we have parents who now decide that they're not going to vaccinate kids. More and more, you're going to hear about that. And uh, things that were eradicated will creep back in and people will have repercussions for it. The the historical numbers on uh, herd immunity for measles is 95% of the population has to be vaccinated for it. So uh, whatever, you want to add uh, some exceptions for a few few people, fine. But how about you keep track of it? And when you get to 5%, you go, no more exemptions. That seems like a simple way to handle it, but instead, we've tipped that, and now here we are. For the first time in my life that I remember, there's cases of measles and measles, and they're spreading. And one in five kids who become ill end up in the hospital. One in a thousand can develop encephalitis or brain swelling that can have neurological effects. One in three children yeah. in a thousand will die. The, the vaccine, a full dose, 98% effective against measles. So um, and then we have uh, someone who's, you know, you want to you want to move there or send your kids to school there. I don't trust those people to actually be looking out for what's best for people's health. Much more concerned about politics or business than they do about people. Um, That's just crazy stuff. It's just crazy, crazy stuff. It's it's just it's just going to get worse. I don't think it's just Florida either. It's just I no. Feel there's, like there's been like, eleven yeah. other states, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and look, there was always a kind of anti-vax thing going on out there, um, and uh, with the internet, right. this is even before COVID. But with the internet, people all of a sudden started trying to make correlations between sure. this and that that science does not show at all. And then since the uh, whole thing about the COVID vaccine, uh, you've got people now who are just, I mean, that doc, that, that surgeon general in Florida was telling people not to get, I mean, we're talking, telling people, especially even those with high risk conditions that there were risks and, uh, you know, that to stay away from the COVID vaccine, which is just crazy. A vaccine that has saved so many lives. It's Florida. It's the tell you what you want to hear state. (sighs) crazy everybody's an expert 
right? All of a sudden, everybody thinks they know more than anybody else. It's crazy. To, it's I feel like I'm the only person in the world sometimes who steps up and goes, I don't know for sure about anything. Because I feel like any new information could come out, but I kind of just will lean into what I believe is true based off of things I read, not just what I want to believe. I never make any decisions based off what I want to believe. It seems a little, it seems a little uh, sketchy and dangerous. We were just talking about Florida, which I like yeah. to call Florida. Um, but there was someone who's having fun with uh, Florida being known for some kind of anything goes in the state, right? Did you hear about the Florida Man Games? I have heard about everything Florida Man. I, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed it before it became a political thing. It just used to be a stupid kind of slash redneck thingy, okay. bad decisions thing. Now it's a bigger. The Florida bigger thing. Man Games were held over this weekend. Competitors engaged in things like grabbing cash in a simulated hurricane, wrestling while holding a beer, and a theft simulation relay. They, the games all, always poke fun at Florida's reputation for producing bizarre news stories. Um, they talked to this one guy. He won the first event by eating a plate of barbecue pork, pork and sausage. I've lived in Florida my whole life, he said. They're calling these events? I'm calling this blank Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> another competitor, Larry Donnelly, trained for a relay race by riding a bicycle with another bike strapped to his back. He goes, I have an absolute disregard for self-preservation. I will do anything. Because anything goes there. Yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like any regular activity, you just add one thing, like 50-yard dash from Gator. You can add that. (laughs) From Gator will make it Florida games. (laughs) You know, or, uh, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, whatever, but put in wearing some clothing you wouldn't expect, like the men's 50-yard dash while wearing pantyhose on both your legs and your face. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you add little things like, and running from a gator. Right. There's a lot of interesting things so it's there. So the Florida man games. Yes. Would be interesting to watch. Find a fancy beer. First person to get themselves, like, I don't know, a can of uh, Coors Light or whatever, wins the money. God. The fancy beer games. Right. There's a lot of things they can do down there that are fun. Well, we've got a study at Stanford University. Yeah. Where they actually uh, went into 17 senior communities. And they used virtual reality experiences with them. The vast majority of them enjoyed having virtual reality. Improved their emotions. 80% of the seniors reported having a more positive attitude. 60% felt less isolated. They were able to pick seven-minute virtual experiences, including parachuting, playing with puppies, and visiting Paris, France. For, like many, that, for right? many of these people, it was their first time using virtual reality. They enjoyed it. They look forward to doing it again. So, you know, for vulnerable communities like that, right? Loneliness or feeling like they don't have a lot of mobility. Sure. Why not? That sounds like it would be great for them. Yeah. I mean, look, the reality is virtual reality. You can look at it and be like, well, it's not real. But if it's oh, done it right, it real. feels real. It's not the same, but wouldn't like you would do broadcast from home. We'd be on FaceTime. Nancy and I would be on FaceTime. Literally, Nancy would be in front of me on a three inch screen. I'd get up to go to the bathroom and, <laughs> and look for her in the hallway. Like, just to <laughs> not look for you, but I'd assume you were there when I'd realize you right. weren't. I'd be like, oh, that's right. It seemed very real. Right. right. So it's and like, look, it, it blurs you, the sense of what's real and what's not. I often thought the ones where you could go to cities and explore, because for many people yeah. who never got to do that, 
And especially as we talk about seniors, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. You can go and say, hey, I want to go see Italy. I think that would be great. You walk the streets. It's like you're actually there. If you've never done it, oh, my gosh, it is right. mind-blowing uh, the first time. There's some yeah. things that are missing. You won't get the smells. You won't get the, you know. Someday you will. Some, I think someday you will. Yeah, someday you'll just be strapped to a gurney, and that's how you'll live your life. And you'll, you'll be far <laughs> more active move. than you ever. And you'll never move. And here's something not shocking. A study that involved 500 college students finds that young people may want help in breaking their social media addiction. They ask them to set social media goals, like spending less time scrolling or curating their feed. After four weeks, participants reported positive changes. Um, and, and one of the people they talked to, I feel as though my connections have strengthened with my friends when I now communicate with them. We have an actual conversation. However, it's not easy uh, to do these things on their own. More than 75% of the teens check their phones every hour. About half claim to be addicted to their screens. I don't think it's just teens either, but certainly they probably have more time because they're not at work for, you know, they're at school, but, you know, they get breaks so often. Yeah, I mean... I know adults who are addicted, so... There's a lot of, like, little things that have changed because of social media and not for the better. Things that we kind of, like, joked about that just kind of became common, like taking pictures of food. Remember the days when people would be like, you got to try this restaurant, it's great. And you're like, what do they have? And you'd say, oh, it's like, the way they cook a steak is better than I've ever had. Right. And then you go, I'll have to try that. And then you did. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, you look at it and go, oh, yeah, like, it does look good. I and you're know. done with I'm it. kind of done with the food thing. I, but people still do it. But that's like one example of how we've given up on this, like, oh, word of mouth. Hey, now it's just, you see the picture, I'm you're done with it. I'm surprised how long it's lasted for people. Because there are people I'm, like that I'm acquainted with who p- post their own concoctions all the time. And so they I, make it and then... They make it. And it's like, look what I did. And I think it's impressive and it's great. But honestly, um, don't, do you ever get to that point? You go, well, maybe I'm just doing this too much. Um, because you, I just scroll by. When you say concoction, you talk about just recipes in general? No, or no, baking. Do, like okay, I, and, and some of them are fabulous, and it's not to take away from their the joy of what they do, but this constant need to, what, have people tell you how great it is? Well, I've, you don't I've had a couple that, examples where I would start to finish post like a, a brisket I was doing and uh, my best example I think it was a Valentine's Day I was cooking a brisket because that's romantic right. and I stepped on a coal and had to go to the urgent care anyway <laughs> in the process of the burn on my bottom, on the bottom of my foot uh, it overcooked so for like right. hours and hours and hours so I, put, I, I owned up to it I said yeah it's overcooked People really weren't happy. So I thought about just overcooking things or cooking oh. them poorly just to get reactions mm. from people, just to be like, what do you think it is, my latest? Just to see how people yeah. react. People get very pissed if you mess up food. Don't get me wrong. I love it if I see someone post something, especially if it's not something I've seen them do. It's just the constant ones. Mm-hmm. It gets old after a while. Don't want to see it all the time. So, like, once in a while, cool. Shake it up. Breaking, burning it's funny. I think that's funny to me. Well, my foot is not fun either, but. No, but I meant the food. But take something like a bowl of cereal. Look what I did today. Right. If you need the recipe, DM me. Nancy and Jason here with Storm Tracker 16 meteorologist Allie Gallo in for Joe, who's back on uh, the leap day. <laughs> bye, I bye. Think he's back on Wednesday. He's back on Wednesday, is and he? I think leap yep. day isn't until Thursday, was, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, you might be right. I was stunned. I asked him point blank, "Did you purposely make sure you were back in time?" He goes, "No, just coincidence." Uh, and it seems like something he'd want to be back for, though. Considering, oh, 
I remember when he like was looking at dates to take off, and it really it just these were the dates that that worked out because he wanted to take off on Monday through Friday, but that didn't really work out with everyone's schedule. Yeah. So he really, I think it really was just a coincidence. It, it just happened been. that way. What kind of promotion do you like? What fun thing can he do on the morning show on a leap? Are you well, going to jump around? Well, his whole what is <laughs> it? What does he call it? His his, uh, his uh, picture? What's it called? His picture theme he has right now is people jumping, jumping. and pointing. Oh, so yeah. That, yeah. I'm assuming that's probably a good day to end it. I'm not telling you how to do your business over. <laughs> there but that, that might be the way to do it but i don't know well, and he does usually start one at the start of a new month so i don't uh, know what he's got planned but uh, i'm sure okay. something yeah he'll have something big because he'll be back and he'll be raring to go because he's one of those weird people when he goes away um whether it's whatever vacation he does he's like i'm ready to come back to work the fact that he has off the, this many days in a row is really weird for him. He does not normally take off. Uh, back off him. He's getting older. All right. <laughs> he's he's, he's he. bothering the construction crews at his house is what he told us. Yes, I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah. my Fine. gosh. Just what they want. The guy who's, you know, over their shoulder. <laughs> I'll do that. I don't want to pay for that. I'll do that. All right. He's very handy. Tell us a little bit about this forecast. We are starting off with uh, clouds, but uh, some sun is on the way and warm temperatures. Yes. Some sunshine by this afternoon. 52 for today. So a really nice start to the week. Mild. And then it gets even warmer from here. So tomorrow morning and afternoon is dry. 58. But some showers by dinner time. So showers tomorrow, late afternoon, evening, and then overnight. And then Wednesday, while I... Don't think it's going to rain all morning on Wednesday. I think Wednesday morning and early afternoon is showers. But by the afternoon, later in the afternoon and evening, the cold front actually moves through. So that's when we could have some steady and heavy rain, even some rumbles of thunder, gusty winds. Highs on Wednesday are near 60, but by Wednesday night, we're down into the 20s. So a pretty strong cold front that moves through. Um, but then it looks like uh, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday stretch is looking pretty good. Yeah, not bad. So briefly colder on Thursday, but then sunny on Friday, mid-40s, and then near 50 on Saturday, near 60 on Sunday. So the cold air on Thursday not lasting long at all. We've got the return of not only seasonal but above average temperatures by next weekend. Okay, well, we'll be waiting for you. So we got you again uh, tomorrow, and then... One more day, yep. One more day. And you're still working mornings there. You're always there, so... Yes, yeah. I Well, Wednesday and Thursday, I think I'm working like the noon, like the day shift. I don't know. My schedule's all over You're the place. You're all over the place, you poor thing. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. Great day. We have cloudy skies. 35 degrees at your official weather station, WILK. Um, I kind of started off the show, so those of you... Um, Checking in a little later, probably didn't hear this story, but it's um, kind of a weird story. Uh, we got a guy. He's re- working remote with his wife. The two of them are right. remote. They don't work together. They have separate jobs. Um, but he ended up doing something so stupid that it really cost him a lot, not just in money either. His name is Tyler Loudon, Houston man. Um, ended up pleading guilty to insider trading. He made... $1.76 million in what uh, they say were illegal profits, all because he was eavesdropping on his wife's work calls. She worked for BP, and uh, they were discussing, I guess, the company's plan to acquire Travel Centers of America. So the SEC alleged that Loudon, without his wife's knowledge, so this wasn't, they, they don't believe she knew, 
um, that he went and purchased 46,000 shares of Travel Center stock before the acquisition announcement. And then after the announcement, he sold them for a 71% profit. So they said he took advantage of his wife's trust and remote working conditions. He did confess to his wife. She was fired from BP and then she subsequently initiated divorce uh, proceedings. I don't know about the whole BP firing. If that, I think she might have a case to say, I did not know. It's not really fair if he did do this right. without her knowledge. You would think that is something that you certainly discuss um, before anything, which is please don't ever buy my stock. But I think I think it probably will all Without play out. Discussing. Like, did she find out about it and go right to the company? Did she wait and go? I like, know, you know, right. there's probably a lot of little factors that we'll never know. But yeah, insider trading, you just it seems like if you hear it's crazy what trouble you can get into for. Oh, yeah. But especially if you're actively trying to f- seek out information like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Not. Good I don't at know all. what how he was eavesdropping in either because is it like the old oh, landline oh, thing can, where it's I like, can hear oh. my husband right in the other room when he's on the phone. So, but you're not eavesdropping on. You know, like would on be the very line. Very easy for me to no, but I mean the thing is, if you can hear, most of them are doing Zoom or something, and you can hear both sides. This That's a very a, valid point. I this is not forgot. a phone call like a traditional old fashioned phone call. We're talking it's Zoom. More so fun that way. I hear a click. Someone breathing on the other line. No. You can hear everything. Um, have you ever done this? Have you ever ordered food somewhere? Yes. And some more. I'm not talking so much about a restaurant either. Not your conventional restaurant. Right. But you will order something. It could be at a cafeteria, maybe at a hospital or a medical center or just, you know, some other location. And they bring out food that looks very much like something that you've ordered, that you've bought yourself at the store and prepared yourself um, so you're not impressed with the presentation? Is well, that what no, you're saying? No, no, no. What I'm saying is like you literally know, oh, this is that frozen meal. Oh, like you actually identify the specific yes. one. And this happened to a hotel guest um, who got a $20 room service meal. It turned out to be exactly what she had used to make for herself, a $3.79 bag of Trader Joe's spaghetti something something Pepe. I'm sorry, Ooh, I don't know what funny. this is. Anyway, she said when she saw it and tasted it, it tasted very familiar. The next morning, her husband discovered the hotel's frozen stash of pre-prepared foods in a communal refrigerator. He said he went to look for the almond milk in the coffee in the refrigerator next to the buffet, and he made the discovery of all the pre-packaged foods. These were things just bought at a store. (laughs) The hotel's menu claimed their food was crafted to nourish the body and soul. So the $20 uh, meal that she got was a $3.79 bag of spaghetti. It was crafted by the fine folks who do the frozen (laughs) foods at Trader Joe's. It can happen. Before we get on out of here, let's just talk about a couple of things that happened on this day in history. 1951, the 22nd Amendment to the Constitution was ratified. What's the 22nd Amendment? So after 21st and 23rd, Nancy. <laughs> uh, 22nd. What, what was the year again? 1951. Why? Hang on. Hang on. I know this. <laughs> no, yes. I don't. Hang on. Now I'm putting, you're putting me on the spot. That's okay. I, don't, I didn't want Which, to do that to you. That's, oh, it's okay. Totally this is it. the amendment that would limit a president to two terms in office. Oh, I thought that was earlier Not the that. four like FDR. There you go. All right. Thank you. 1987 on this date, 35 years ago, the Tower Commission investigating the Iran-Contra affair 
issued its report rebuking uh, President Ronald Reagan for failing to control his national security staff. On this date in 1993, six people killed more than a thousand injured in the first attack on the World Trade Center when a van packed with a huge bomb exploded in the parking garage beneath the Twin Towers. Uh, the mastermind behind the attack, Ramzi Ahmed Youssef, was later found and convicted along with another, a couple other associates. On this date in 1983, I remember Michael Jackson's thriller hit number one in the U.S. album chart, where it stayed for 37 weeks on its way to selling more than 40 million copies worldwide. Which is really weird when you think about it, because like, when I think about that, I think of Halloween. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like it is settled into that and became, uh, you know, it's always there. But that, you forget how, I mean, that's right. that's a long time. Do you so, remember this? I remember this. 1998, Texas jury rejected an $11 million lawsuit brought against Oprah Winfrey by the cattleman. Yeah, I remember that. Who blamed her for a fall in beef prices after a food safety discussion on her show, Featuring and focusing on mad cows. I know sometimes Oprah is a very uh, she's an easy target. She's not really on TV anymore. But I remember people be like, "Oh, she's she had such an important voice that she could say something like don't eat beef or whatever she said.'" And, and then people would sue. Yeah, and when people would stop. They would listen to her. So. All right, we have one birthday. No one? need for the song or anything, that, Johnny. Then why bother? I know. Well, I'm sorry. There's one. Do we need a song? I okay, like Johnny, it. you can play it if you'd like. It's the celebrity birthday. Game. This celebrity is so big, he gets his own birthday. So that put us in the mood, right? This is weird, though, because normally there's just a few. Look, there's other people as well, but I'm trying to get people that most people would know. Singer Michael Bolton having a birthday today. It's all about him. Sounds good still. I did see him. I said, didn't he just have like a brain tumor or something? Show too. I'm not sure. I feel like that was a big story. He's bouncing back, singing on one show too. He would sing. uh, Was he on like name that tune? I'm gonna say he's seventy. He's seventy one. Nailed it. Yeah, you did pretty good. There you go. That's our birthday today that you get to share, folks, with Michael Bolton. If it's your birthday on this February 26th, talking to you, Bolton. Happy birthday! If it's your anniversary, happy anniversary. Enjoy your Monday. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 